is proud to present the show that the fans deserve. I'd consider myself a realist, all right, but in philosophical terms, I'm what's called a pessimist. The show that the city needs. This town deserves a better class of sports radio. And we're going to give it to them. This is Talk Sports. Leave one wolf alive and the sheep are never safe. Back in the booth, back on the airwaves, coming at you live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. John Reed, Cody Mack, Cam Black. As we kick off this Monday edition of Talk Sports, it is January 23rd. My stepsister's birthday. Shout out to her if she's listening. I don't think she does, but happy birthday. Cody, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. It's good to be here. Good to be anywhere. Monday. Most of my family, none of them really listen to the show. My mom does sometimes, but not like your mom. My mom doesn't always listen, just here and there. My brother doesn't really listen, except one time that I got in trouble that he was listening. But <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, Cam's, Cam's brothers, at least brother, supports him. I mean, yeah. Uh, nobody really uh, supports me either. Just your mother, my mother, from, father listens she listens sometimes. from time to well, yeah, but he prefers Russell and Bear. He uh, he's more of a drive guy, oh. but he does have it on just to wait. I think, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just to <laughs> for time. the lead in to his yeah. show that he prefers. You know, Fair even, enough. Uh, yeah, they. I prefer when my family doesn't listen. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's only gotten me in trouble. Nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. good ever comes from well, it. Well, so. sometimes mom, you know, she'll just pick and choose things to, to, to comment ridicule on. me about yeah. from the show. And I'm like, what are you doing? I heard you say it on the show the other day. It's a show. Yeah. It's supposed to be exaggerated. Yeah. It's fun. It's showbiz, baby. Showbiz. How are you? You look you look a little rough today. I'm not going to lie. Thanks. I'm. Um, Long weekend? <clears throat> yeah. Kinda. Uh, I got off the wagon in a lot of ways. Well, like I said, I could tell you. You, you, you look. You look unhealthy today. Well, I didn't drink yesterday, but I. Uh, here's what happened. I drank you Friday. Your gut. What'd you do? How'd you fall? Yeah, off the wagon? I ate poorly all weekend. Yeah. Here's. I, I did good all week. Had discipline. Friday night. Uh, I get drunk. Friday night. Well, Miles got this new NASCAR game, and so we've been playing the NASCAR game. And he's like, yeah, you want to play the NASCAR game? I was like, yeah, I'll play the NASCAR game. And it was the weekend, so Brandon was going to come over too. So we played the NASCAR game. And so Brandon said he'd only play the NASCAR game if we could drink ice-cold Budweiser while we played it. So that's what we did <clears throat> Friday. So did a little drinking, ate a little pizza, went to Big Ed's Saturday morning, ate some more pizza. By Saturday night, we had decided to go out drinking. And then by then it was I had eaten chicken strips, quesadillas. I I had just I was gonna say you look, it was you look gluttony yep. at its finest. I could tell. And you look rough today. I didn't drink yesterday, but I recovered yesterday, and so that means you ate a bunch of bad food again to recover. Well, here's the thing: the Saturday drinking caused me to sleep in yesterday. Yeah. So then last night, guess what? Needed to get to bed, couldn't go to sleep. So I got back on the melatonin. Bad idea. Did everything bad I could have done. Bad idea. I know. So now I'm just a little groggy. Twenty days of progress down the drain. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully not completely, but I didn't start my day good. Yeah, like uh, I said, I can tell you, 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 you sound groggy. You look groggy. You look rough. You look like you've been rode hard and put up wet this weekend. Look like you've really been Why, through what the do ringer. You, what do you mean by I, I look bad? Your eyes are barely open. You look like you gained about There's fifteen that. pounds. Fifteen? Yeah. Well, Over that's one just weekend. A puffy jacket. As, as soon as he, <laughs> a big jacket. As yeah. soon as he came in, I was like, "Oh god, he's had himself a weekend." Fifteen pounds. That's what it looks weekend. like to me. I don't know. I kept complimenting how thin you looked last week, the last two weeks, and then you came in today, and all that weight you lost, you look like you found it. Yeah, I did start today bad. You know why? I probably look bloated. Because I went to McDonald's for breakfast. See? See, I woke up. 19 days, Cam. 19 days of progress down the drain. It was close. Was it like 25? Yeah. Is that the number? You had to make it three weeks to to form (laughs) habits or something like that. close. He he, he got damn close. He couldn't do it. Well, I woke up. I woke up at 748. I I still woke up early today because I went to bed at like midnight with the melatonin and it knocked me right out. But I'm still not like awake. Even though I, I've been up for four hours, but I'm, get you. you look terrible. Just, yeah. Look like you took a shower this morning too. Yeah, I've had a shower. He I still had, has it. Well, already had coffee. What are you? What kind of melatonin dosage you taking? I mean, it's like whatever the standard fifty milligrams or whatever puts you down. How many? Fifty milligrams, I think. How many are you supposed to take? Ten. Ten milligrams? Yep. <laughs> oh, well, I don't think ten would do anything for me. You take fifty for real? Yeah. Because people that I know in my life that like do like you know just some medical stuff were worried about me because I was taking twenty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the tabs I have are twenty five milligrams, but I usually take two because you're supposed to take two of everything. <laughs> right. Where did you find the ones that came in twenty five milligrams? Walmart, where I do my grocery shopping. I've seen five milligrams, and I've seen a ten extra strength thing. I don't. Are you sure they sell twenty five milligrams? Mm-hmm. Never seen those. You think that's why maybe I'm so tired? Yeah, you're taking way too much. <laughs> I don't really take fifty oh, milligrams. You don't really take twenty five. No, I was I just out there sell those. No, it just hits me hard. I literally take the uh, <clears throat> they're fives, but I I cut them in half. Like I, t- I took like a half. Of, I took like a two and a half. Really? Yeah, <laughs> fifty milligrams would kill me. So you take, well, I don't know if it'd kill you or not, but. It would make you feel pretty groggy. Yeah. Um, you take two and a half milligrams and it does something for you? It puts me to sleep. Now, last night I, I did. I was jealous because like, 10 really didn't do much for me, so I was taking 20. Last night I did take a whole pill, but it was. Uh, so double your normal dosage? Yeah, but I think it maybe my pills might even only be three milligrams. They're not a lot. I, th- I think they're fives maybe, but either way, normally I just take a half one. Last night I took huh. a whole one. It hits me. I don't know what it is about it, but it, well, I'm 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 off mine. You're off, yeah. yeah. Last night was yeah. successful. Didn't even have to uh, listen to any music or podcast to go sleep. I just did it the old-fashioned way of silence. Just lie long? down. Well, a little bit of uh, a little oscillating fan going. I have okay. to have my fan on my my my. Bo- it's not necessarily a box fan, but I it's like a, a bit of oscillation. Yeah, a oscillating fan going a little bit, but outside of that, that was it. So when did you go to sleep? I went to bed at a pretty decent hour. Well. Eh, I guess by the time I actually got done journaling and stuff, it was about twelve thirty. Mm. Thought I was trending well, but I had you know in my weekly journal, I write down some goals that I want to hit, and I think I had six last week, and I didn't really hit many of them. So there was one that I was like, you know what, damn it, I got to finish this damn book. So I read about one hundred and seventy pages of that book yesterday. 
in one day you read yeah, 170 and, pages and knocked it out. Finally finished. So that's what you did all day, basically. Pretty much. Red book. Pretty much. That's good. I mixed in some football. Very not a lot of football. I just kind of had it on the background. Neither game. I paid more attention to the Cowboys uh, 49ers game. The Bengals just kind of you know kicked their ass. Mm-hmm. I had a lunch. I had to go to as well. Um, slash, I guess early dinner. Well, it was mostly lunch. Two worse. You you think I cook bad steaks? I got a real bone to p- pick with Chop House. They oh for two. Whoa. Oh for two. Oh. Oh for two. How what they do? How they get it wrong? Or twelve ounce prime rib. Love prime rib. This is a local business. Well, well, they need to be held accountable because this is actually like two. This is like two out of three times I've gone that I haven't been happy with. So I might have to quit going. But this is kind of a birthday tradition. Mm-hmm. Twelve ounce prime rib. First will come. I don't know if I'm allowed to complain about this or what, but it just looks very unbecoming. And like it's a you know thirty five dollars steak these days with inflation. It was I, I kid you not half fat. And like I like fat, so I almost didn't complain. I was like it was literally half fat. There was like the meat was here, and this half over was fat with a little fat, and then this all other side here was just fat. Okay. So you know that's the way. Well marbled. Asked the major, wait, you know, like, oh, that's she's like I shouldn't have brought that out. I'm embarrassed. I brought it out. Like she played it right. She's like, yeah. She's like, that's not good. I'm sorry. So I was like, cool. She's like, I'll bring you another one. Brings me another one. You think my steak looked bad? It looked just like that. It looked mm. just like that. The same color. <laughs> I open it up. So it would be good to you. Though, yeah. No, was I was. It, was it what not watered enough? Well, no, I was gonna eat it. I was just gonna fight through it, eat it. But I was like this. <laughs> It's one thing if I cook it and it doesn't look good. It's another thing if I'm paying for somebody to cook it and I want it to look a little bit better. Yeah. It didn't even look like a prime rib, honestly. But then I opened it up and it looked well done. Like I took one bite and it was well done. I was like, I was like, I was, I'm not eating it. Then I flip it over and it's like really like seared on the other side. I was like, what the hell are they doing? This is a prime rib. Why are they cooking this? So then, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just not gonna make a big deal about it. The manager comes over and asks, and I, you know, I show her. I'm just like, hey, it's not, it's not good. Well, I'm not gonna send it back two times. At that point, I was like, I just want to eat, like whatever. That you know, I was full on bread and salad or whatever. So then I was just kind of like. Just take it off. Yeah, and, they and just... I saw her the meat. She's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "That's well done." I was like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah. So they took it off, and she they gave me a forty dollars gift card. Well, that's nice. Yeah, they made it right, even though sort you of. might not ever be able to eat the, the sort steak. Of. You might not ever eat a steak there again. I feel like but... one time we had some bad meat there like, like ten years ago, and they gave us a hundred dollars gift card. Well, what do you What do you think they're doing? Right? You think it's horse meat or something? Or? No, no, like it just it was all fat, and they just cooked it way too. Late. They seemed out of sorts yesterday. I don't want to like. I mean, I've already felt like I've said too much, and you know, I don't. Oh, put, hey, I mean, you I don't know, put people too down, but it like, happens. I was watching them. Like, it, just, it seemed lost. Like the waiters and waitresses were bringing food to the wrong tables. They tried to bring us food. Like we hadn't even ordered it. They tried to bring us somebody else's food. And we're like, that's not us. And then they walked around with our food. We watched them like walk around two different places looking for us. Like they just seemed out of sorts there, and it was disappointing. So then I went back and I watched football and read. So like I said, I read 170 pages of that damn Waco book. Finally done. I can finally close that chapter. I marked that goal off. It ended up not being a terrible book once they got past the seven seal stuff they were trying to describe that I was kind of not really caring about. I just wanted to get to the shooting and burning and stuff, but um, knocked it out, finished. Now I can move on. That's Chop House reaching out. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Um, so have you gotten your book yet, Your our book we're reading? Have if you I received have, it yet? If I have, it hit the mail late Saturday. I hadn't been here till late Saturday, which, again, that's a whole other thing. Jeff Bezos and his damn prime shipping. I thought it was two days, Jeff. Well, we've only got a week left to read it, right? I thought we were doing three weeks. Do, do I say we're doing three weeks on each of these books? 
Three trying weeks. to like do three weeks to a month at least on some of them. That well, yeah, but that just, was a little bit longer too. So I was thinking maybe a month on that one. Oh, Are I you just, almost finished. Well, I just thought because we had a late start in January. Oh, yeah, I mean we need to we we need to have another one ready to go February. Yeah, maybe not the first of February, but like we need to have a plan for like February early 8th. February. Yeah, okay, yeah. so we'll take a little into February. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping it's in my mailbox today. Well, that was a whole it's a pretty good sized book. Yeah, yeah I was thinking that one might take a month. Um, yeah, I've read seventy three pages. Okay, so I'm. I think I'll be able to catch up. I, I, I'm going pretty slow. Yeah. Well, it was funny because like I had six months I had that damn Waco book and I was on like page ninety until like <laughs> yeah. Thursday night. And then I read forty pages. And then like I said, read all hundred other hundred seventy. If I sit down Sunday. to read, I can read. You know, I'll yeah. read thirty or I forty. I pushed through it. I just sometimes. I went through. I slept pretty well. But I got, that's a whole other beef of my weekend. I'm just waiting on mail. The tracking numbers, don't send me a tracking number and tell me that my package, hey, your package on the way, track it. So then I tracked it. It's like, hey, it'll be here Saturday before 2 o'clock. I'm like, great. Just kept looking, looking, never left. Delayed. Be here Sunday, 2 o'clock. I was like, that's weird. I don't think FedEx runs on Sundays, but I was like, maybe they do. Now it's like, Tuesday, it'll be here. And I was like, why are you, you can't even get my phone to make sure it was on the way for Two straight days, and you know all this for the book. No, for some some other package. Oh, some other package. I spent some money on something. That was one of my goals last week. Don't spend any extra money. And fell on that one. Spent some money. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fell on that one. Cam, what about you? How, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. My package is still apparently in Kennesaw, Georgia. <laughs> hmm. Nice. Mm, It'll yeah. be here soon enough. Where's Estelle, Georgia? At? A U S T E L L. Where's that at? Where's Lithia Springs, Georgia? Lithia Springs? They've just been bouncing around Georgia for you? <laughs> 118, label created, Lithia Springs, Georgia. Package received by FedEx, Estelle, Georgia, 120. It was supposed to come, that was on Friday, it was supposed to come from there to my house on Saturday, which I was like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. they can get from Georgia in four hours, whatever. Like, maybe they come in overnight and get out. Yeah. It was like delayed, Kennesaw, Georgia. I know where that's at, but I don't know where Estelle is. I think the rest are south. Uh, further south. Yeah, I mean that would that would, that. that would make sense. I've never heard. I of I thought them, maybe Lithia Springs was around Atlanta, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I think it would be no on clue. the selfish side. Um, yeah, it'd be weird to go from Lithia Springs of to Estelle, Estelle, but I can't remember where Estelle is. To Kennesaw, because Kennesaw's like North Georgia, right? Yeah, that's, north, like, that's Northwest. Mm-hmm. Kind of almost like around Marietta, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, little, yeah, yeah a little east of Marietta there. <clears> well, so. we'll see if I ever get my package. But that's another thing we got to fix as a society: is don't tell me to track my package if it's just going to sit there. At least when we get the Amazon warehouse over here, we'll probably probably fix our problem. Yeah, it wasn't an Amazon delivery I was trying to uh, get, but maybe my book would be there quicker. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. It's at McCage right now for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They had several copies of it, all one dollar a piece. <laughs> How about the mine, mine? Was basically brand new. That was a pretty good deal. I might need to go do it. One dollar. I need to just go get it and send it back after I get it. Well, you'll get it all taken care of. We'll get to the week that was in sports, the weekend that was in sports after the break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. little breaking Tennessee basketball news. Julian Phillips, named SEC Freshman of the Week. Played pretty well. It's the Julian Phillips we need to uh, go far in the tournament. Also, Tennessee up to number four 
in the AP poll. So we'll get to some Tennessee hoop stuff later on in the show. But it was my favorite sports weekend of the year. I love the divisional round of the playoffs, and I thought we got pretty much a dud weekend. It's kind of sad. Saturday, dud. Only story that really comes out of the air is like, Mahomes is hurt and Travis Kelsey is a monster. <laughs> Jalen Hurts and the Eagles dominate the Giants. Giants uh, not ready for that moment. They uh, they fooled me though. They fooled me. That was more of the, the Daniel Jones I'd gone accustomed to seeing and the Giants run defense not being able to stop the Eagles. Whoops. I had a near perfect football prediction weekend. If only you'd listen to me <clears> on Brock Purdy and the 49ers, you'd have been rolling in the dough. That's the only thing I got right was that Brock Purdy and the Luckily, 49ers were going to dominate the Cowboys. Uh, Brock Purdy didn't dominate anybody. But yeah, I played Dak Prescott. Lu- yeah, that, he, that he did. Luckily, I uh, didn't sucks. listen to you on that Giants pick. Yep. Whoa. Bad one. <clears throat> um, yeah, I was perfect on everything besides the Cowboys. And I had a money line parlay, uh-huh. so I was like – you know, Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, hit, 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 doing great. Oh, you got back into the game then, Yeah, I figured out how to deposit on DraftKings but uh, because my bank was blocking Fandle. So, yeah. I used a different one. So, you were coming down to the Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, everything everything was going great and decided to ride with the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and, uh,. But that's it, never let anybody down before. Yeah, nev- never won. <laughs> no team you'd rather have going into the last leg than uh, the Dallas. <laughs> um, so yeah, they probably felt good. They scored a touchdown and go up six to three. Well, yeah, yeah, and I felt good when they tied it at nine. Uh, although I think they got kind of screwed. I think when they tied it at nine, mm-hmm. I would have been feeling bad because they got a, you know muff or a fumbled punt. Inside basically the red zone. And that, that, that 49ers yeah. defense, I mean, it's it's going to carry them at least another week. I don't know if they'll beat the Eagles, but it, it's going it, to – it could carry them all the way to a Super Bowl. Defense is great, and all those weapons around Purdy are great. I knew they were. <clears throat> and he played – you know, he was okay. He was he was marginal. He was average. He made enough plays. He made a couple. Yep. That's all he had to do. That's all you have to do on that team, I guess. I mean, because they well, are very good. I think he's going to play a little bit better if they're going to beat the Eagles. But against the Cowboys, that's all he had to do. Yeah, Dak was who he thought he was. Dak, who is? Who I was he so he disappointed was. in Dak. He Dak sucks, is dude. who he thought he was. Um, Trayvon Diggs couldn't even come through with the interception on a pass that went hit him right in his hands. It could have stopped the, you know, the game losing touchdown drive. That was a bad drop. Mm-hmm. But Dak, I mean, is going to be the story. It, he threw the ball 37 times. Right? He threw the ball 37 times. Yep. 13 targets for C.D. Lamb, 117 yards. He was great. But that means that on 24 other passes, he had 89 yards. So when Dak Prescott wasn't throwing to C.D. Lamb, he had 89 yards on 24 attempts. Eight of those came on the very last play that was you know, comically bad, which I do feel bad for my Cowboys fans, my friends that are Cowboys fans, because it's one thing to lose the playoffs, it hurts, like it, it does, but to have it magnified because you ran that dumbass play in a no-win situation, right? Like, it's not like if they ran a regular hook and ladder, they would have oh, scored. Oh, at center. And yeah, like, it, <laughs> if they tried just a regular hook and ladder, it wasn't going to work either, but 
Well, by that point in time, I mean, yeah. Right, Who but cares? they still have to do something memeable, something that's going to make them get laughed at for the whole offseason. Like, it's one thing just to lose. Like, last year they lost to the 49ers, who are a good team. But it was like, man, Dak Prescott ran the clock out on a quarterback draw with 15 seconds. Why did he not know that he couldn't run and spy, you know, slide and get up and spike it? Why did he not know the ref had to touch the ball? And we laugh at them for that for a couple months. And then they do it again. Just another comically bad loss against a good team. And, you know, we could have came out of that saying, man, this story is just about Dak Prescott and how he's just maybe not quite good enough because the defense was great. And CeeDee Lamb is great. Maybe Dak's just not good enough, or maybe he needs one more receiver in the draft. But instead, we have to make fun of Mike McCarthy, too, because he ran maybe the dumbest-looking formation that just got immediately blown up, blown up. And Ezekiel Elliott's last play as a Cowboy might be him getting yeeted seven yards into the backfield. To me, the story was the 49ers, the defense. I mean, it just it, it was nearly impenetrable. Um, I thought Dallas got jobbed a little bit on that 49ers touchdown that they got to make it 16-9, to and they called that hold on the defensive tackle. I mean, it was a hold. I mean, when do you call that? When is that ever called? It's never called. He, he, was, he had an offensive lineman blocking him. You I see thought maybe that maybe about was... once every two weeks in the NFL, I feel like, with all the football <clears throat> games I've watched. Yeah, maybe you average it one every two weeks. So maybe eight, eight of those. times on the Falcons this year. It got caught five times on the Falcons yeah. <laughs> on defensive oh, okay. linemen. Yep, well, I was gonna I say I, I, maybe once a week. Then maybe maybe there's probably like twenty of those for the entire season. Well, I hate that call, but even if the 49ers had just kicked a field goal there, it was pretty clear Dallas wasn't going to score. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that the the Niners' defense was uh, they're 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 as good as any defense I've seen in a while. Their defense is good, but I, I thought that I thought that uh, man. You said it was impenetrable. I thought they had some chances to make some plays. I, I, I feel like if they got average quarterback play, they would have won. Like when you combine how Dallas's defense played mm-hmm. and Dallas, you know, keeping their, you know, their defense keeping them in the game. I know they dropped a couple interceptions they maybe should have had, but their defense played pretty well. I thought if 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 Dak came out and played just an average or maybe slightly above average game, they win. And he was terrible instead. That was bad. It Dak wasn't Prescott. good. Like but I, I think the defense does a lot to cause that too. You some know, of them, yeah. So, with some pressure of it. and things like that. Some of it, but know. also think that like if they would have got, if they had Brock Purdy on their team, they would have won. If they had Cooper Rush playing, they might could have won. Yeah. Yeah. No, Dak was terrible. Like, I, I don't know if average would have done it. Average. I think he was average below done average. It. I think average yeah, he was done below it. average. I know, but I, yeah, I still think they could have easily won that game. Yeah, they they had chances to win. It hurt them that Tony Pollard went out. You know, there's just another explosive playmaker that went off the field. Zeke couldn't run that defense. That's the one thing that the defense, you know, does really shut down. San Francisco's defense is great against the run. So you knew Dak was going to have to win that game, and he couldn't do it. I don't like the 49ers either, I've come to realize. I don't like Kittle's antics. I don't find I don't find Kittle and his Neanderthal antics to be – Amusing. I, I don't like Purdy and his little schoolboy face and his little chubby cheeks and his, oh, I'm only 22, but look how well I'm playing. I don't like him. I don't like Christian McCaffrey. I don't like Bosa and his neo-Nazi tendencies. Don't bring I don't like Debo's face. I do like Jawan Jennings, though. Do you think this has anything to do with him costing you a 14 parlay? Who? The 49ers. 
it's Dallas's fault. It's Dak's fault. I mean, it is. But um, I, I was I was kind of quietly pulling for the Cowboys just just to make the NFC Championship. Jennings only had yeah. two catches, but he might have had. I know. The, he might have had gross. the he might have had the second biggest one of the game. Yeah, he had that nice uh, catch over the middle. Yeah, before halftime got out of bounds. That, that, that was the difference of the game. Dallas was driving where they should have gone up at least by three at halftime getting the ball back. Instead, Dak throws a pick. The 49ers and Brock Purdy go down the field. Juwan Jennings hits the big 21-yard gain and gets out of bounds, setting them up into field goal range. And Robbie, as good as gold. Comes through and they have a lead, and then you know that kind of that kind of was Dallas's chance to maybe take a little bit control of the game, and they couldn't do it. You know, at least the Dallas kicker's not thinking about killing himself today. Oh. He hit a couple of field goals and missed. Yeah. First one got blocked. He probably was the like, first, "Oh no!" The, the first <laughs> one, everybody they kept showing the clip of how it that looked ball like it was going was, straight left. Yeah, it looked ball. like it was going to be a really really bad miss. So he might have been lucky it was blocked. <laughs> yeah, but then he, he redeemed himself. He finally hit a couple of kicks. Nice to see that. Yeah, at least he doesn't have to worry about being the scapegoat. We can all laugh at Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. Well, Mike McCarthy's job is safe, Jerry says. No changes will be made. <laughs> Thank goodness for the rest of the league. I mean, you can't fi- You really can't fire him for after he wins 25 games in two years. I mean, that's pretty good. He's Yeah, he's done pretty good. I There's some things that you could point to. Punting on third, fourth and ten, like he didn't really feel like you were going to stop San Francisco and get the ball back. Mm-hmm. Taking thirty seconds to get your punt team out there and get it snapped just didn't feel like a win there either. Like there, there are some things you could nitpick McCarthy with, but it, it feels feels like it'd be tough to be excited about running back Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy in year, I guess what year three. You wouldn't be real excited as a Cowboys fan, but you still won twelve games, and you know you are. are you're there knocking on the doorstep. I just don't think you're ever going to get the, anybody to open up the door. Not with Dak. Nope. If you had a better quarterback, the, def- is, like, the defense is good enough. thing is, I don't know how they're going to improve the quarterback position. It's like you could start over. Dak's not yeah. bad enough to start over. He's not good enough for somebody to trade for him, obviously. So, like, you're just kind of kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. He's got a you know $160 million guaranteed contract. And, and the thing you normally see with a guy like that is he – you can't really have any hope that eventually he'll become the guy. No, he just says who he is. Yeah. And he's going to be inconsistent. In some games, like the Tampa Bay game, he's going to look awesome. And then some games, like the San Francisco game, he's going to look terrible. Maybe you just draft another good wide receiver and actually give him two good receivers and hope that that opens him up. Like maybe they spend their first-round pick on a wide receiver. Maybe a Jalen Hyatt ends up there to help you know kind of open up things on offense for him. I don't know. Take a lot of joy in there. In their pain. Yeah, we'll talk like about the rest. The Cowboys lose. We'll keep talking football after the break. White Claw is made with their unique brew pure process to deliver you only the finest flavors. Support the people who support us and drinking some White Claw hard seltzer this weekend. If you're a Cowboys fan, make it a double. Stick with us. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio. It does have to hurt to see your team lose to a seventh-round rookie. And, like, for him to take this team. And, and I know the 49ers have a good roster. Like, I, I said they have the best roster in the NFL. So I don't want to act like it's Brock Purdy because it's not. I think they'd be doing the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. And he's nothing special. I mean, he's 20 to 20. And now Brock Purdy in one playoff run has as many playoff wins as Dak Prescott does in his career. 
<laughs> that has to hurt. It would hurt for a Cowboys fan, I'd say. Yeah. And you know, you continue know. your streak of not making the not making the conference championship game. You haven't done so since 1996. The only other teams, I want to say in the in the NFC for sure, maybe in the entire NFL that also could say that are the Lions and I believe the Commanders. That checks out. Just haven't even made a conference championship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess in the I guess in the AFC, I, don't well, know, I guess the Browns wouldn't have done so either. I don't and and to, just to make the divisional round, though, as many times as you have, and then not advance, is has got to be uh, also an unprecedented. I don't think they made it that many. How many times have they well, made it? Well, I think I, well, I mean think, at least four or five. Right? Well, I think today I heard that they basically. Well, no, there's two and four in the playoffs. I don't know what in the divisional round it would be. But, like, Romo and Romo and Dak were the same. They couldn't win, you know, division divisional round games. I think mm-hmm. maybe they're two and two in the wild card and 0 oh and two in the divisional round. Maybe is how that works. I, I don't know exactly what the record is. But I know they both are two and four in the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, don't worry. Like Cowboys fans always say, next year is their year. Mm-hmm. Well, it also would suck to be a Cowboys fan just to have people make fun of you the entire time. Like, both of the ESPN and – FS1 shows, you know, lead with the Cowboys. They both have guys who play with characters when it comes to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Skip Bayless, super fan, and Stephen A. Smith, super hater when it comes to the Cowboys. So you know like you're going to get made fun of there on both TV shows. Yeah, I have no and sympathy yeah. for people getting made fun of You got other sports teams. So uh, I think they've kind of earned it, too, from there. <laughs> the way they, the way they, oh, we're America's team, even though we haven't done anything since the nineties, two thousand nine. So basically, since two thousand ten, they've made the divisional round three times. Lost them all. Oh nine, they made the divisional round. Oh seven, they lost. The, they lost in the divisional round. And then yeah, those, that's so the they're only, 0 for five in the divisional round. Yeah, that's the only times they've been since they won the Super Bowl in '96. So like, they've made the divisional round what one, two, three, four, five times. It's only five times. They've only they've only made the second round of the playoffs five times in twenty, what twenty six years. I wonder if there's anybody who could get it done. Anybody who could do it, Dallas. Not why Jerry's there. With this team, if Dak wasn't the quarterback. Is there any direction they could go? Super rush. Yeah, I don't know. I do wonder how Maybe. they. I do wonder how they feel about the decision they made to move on from Romo for Dak. Like, I wonder if there's any regret there because I thought they were good enough in 2016 to win it all. Well, like, things aren't going well for Romo now either. No, no, he's lost the touch when it comes to announcing. But like, you know, he got pretty much pushed out due to injury and never got his job back and never started another game in the NFL. But like. People who used to love Romo have now adopted Greg Olson as their new favorite. I think Greg's pretty good. I think Greg's pretty good. He just doesn't have the annoying tendencies yet either where he squeals and just makes Ooh, weird noises. Jim. Yeah. Yeah, e. yeah ah. I mean, I, I thought Romo nailed his analysis in the, the big AFC game, though. It was, like, it was clear from the get-go like the Bengals were winning that game. They were locked in. They, they dominated were mo- them. Yeah. yeah, when they went down the field like that, yeah. I was like, oh. Who do you think feels worse today, Buffalo fans or Cowboy fans? I think it's probably Buffalo. The, way, the, the expectation was so high. And I started seeing all the graphics coming back about the, you know, in the preseason, literally everyone on the Fox team oh, yeah. picking Bills, Bills, I mean, there, Bills, there was talk Bills, of, Bills. There was talk of the Bills being undefeated this year. Like, there was talk of them yeah, maybe running the table and, until, you know, how good they looked and how, you know, the – 
go back to opening night when they annihilated that Rams team, and everyone's like, yeah, this team's built for. Who's got more pain? I mean, because. Well, the Bills don't have the Super Bowl. So, like, the Cowboys at least have the 90s to fall back on. The Bills' 90s was losing four oh, straight for Super four. Bowls. Yeah. 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 That's why I feel like. This will get made fun of the same way. We're no. not going to really see much Bills coverage because the Cowboys lost after them. So, like, the Bills kind of yeah. get to fly under the radar. Yeah, and I think people kind of feel for the Bills in a way. Like, the, people like their fan base. They're kind of the opposite of the Cowboys in that way. People generally like the Bills. People who don't really have a rooting interest, they're like, I kind of like these people. To me, the Bills' problem is Josh Allen regressed. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that was probably going to come out that Josh Allen was hurt because we already knew his elbow was a little messed up you know, from the midpoint of the season. So, I think, you know. I'd be telling people he's hurt, too. If I'm a Bills fan, I'm a little worried about that because it's clear that Josh Allen's not the best quarterback in the AFC like we thought maybe heading into the season he was. They had passed Mahomes, and it was his league. and He's he not be even better than Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, like, he's he's more on the Herbert level than he is the Allen and Mahomes – or the, the Mahomes and uh, Burrow level at this he's point. A, he's a top three NFL quarterback, and he ain't first. Or second. Or second. And like I said, he's closer to Herbert than he is – Mahomes and Burrow in a lot of people's eyes. Mm-hmm. The Bills also, like, I wonder, like, what do they even do? You're talking about what the Cowboys do. The Bills have a lot of free agents coming up. But, like, the Bills also have, like, this finesse team that they're building to try to beat Kansas City. And they're, like, they're built for a dome. And you saw them get out in the snow and they don't have any snow <laughs> tires. Like, yeah. They, yeah. They're in the wrong environment for that. Right. Like, you got home field advantage, great. And then it snowed. You're like, well, we can't pass the ball as good now. Oh, no. <laughs> what if you? What if they were to build a uh, dome stadium in Buffalo? Maybe? I don't think they'll have time to do it before uh, the windows close. Like, Allen was bad. And, and Allen should be the snow tires. Like, I don't understand what Buffalo was doing either. Like, you have maybe the best quarterback, not in the league, but – Equipped to deal with bad weather. Yeah. He's got a super strong arm. He used to be able to throw in wind and bad snow. But also, and he's used to playing in it the most. Well, also, it's third and two. Maybe just let him put his shoulder down and run. Yeah. Instead, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, they're down 14 points. If they get a touchdown, maybe they get back in the game. Maybe the crowd, you know, can help get them one stop and they can have a chance to tie it. It's third and two from their like 20 yard line. And instead of taking their snowplow, Josh Allen rang him run for two yards. He throws a 50-yard bomb down the field. Incomplete. They punt. Game over. They don't get the ball back. They, was, they get it back, but they're down three scores and they get it back. Like They couldn't get a stop. They couldn't, they couldn't stop Cincinnati, and Burrow went right down the field. Joey mm-hmm. touchdowns, baby. Got him a field goal. Went up three scores. Bada boom, bada bing. Game over. Should have been up 21 to nothing. Could have easily been. Well, how would you feel about that call? I didn't... That's, I mean, I saw was, the ball was moving a little bit, but I thought with it, it's in his body. I mean, I feel like that's a touchdown catch. That would have made it twenty-one to seven. Buffalo had answered and had a, had seven points at that point because then since yeah, yeah, they're still going to make yeah. it seventeen-seven. You know, I, I thought I, I would have been mad if it was my team, but I thought the ball moved and I thought he didn't have it recontrolled before the you know bef- before he went out of bounds. So like it, I, it wiggled a little bit, but yeah. like the fact that it never touches the ground or anything, I just feel like. That's in his body. Like, it's in his... Just anytime the ball moves, though, when you're out of bounds, like, they're pretty much always going to overturn mm-hmm. that. Especially, like, I think I they made like the that. distinction that he was backpedaling, like, so he was still technically going to the ground, not necessarily get his feet and slid down or whatever. So, like, I... When I saw the replay, like, I th- thought it was going to be incomplete. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was going to be incomplete. I got more of an issue of them 
having Josh Allen turn the ball over on a fumble, stopping to review it, going to commercial break, and coming back and be like, oh, it's overturned. That was a damn fumble. If Josh Dobbs was a fumble against Jacksonville, that was a fumble too. That arm never got going I forward with the ball. I the Titans fans saying that. It, I mean, it, it should have been a fumble, but instead like, ah, let's see if we can get this uh, back to being a little bit of a game. Nope, Josh Allen sucks. So credit to the Bengals, man. They're tough. They have... Well, and they have the they have the next Tom Brady. I guess that's what they have. I, I don't know if Burrow is going to win seven Super Bowl rings, but they have the coolest quarterback, and they have the coolest quarterback under pressure. And if you're Cincinnati, as long as you have him, you're going to have a chance to to win the conference. I think for the foreseeable future. So I, I didn't know if Burrow was that guy, but he's proven you know the last two years that he is that guy. And I, I thought that. The confidence he has going on the road and the confidence he had after the game is saying, yeah, it was always going to be me and Mahomes. There's nobody cooler. Yeah, and it was basically like, you know, the two best quarterbacks going at it, the two best teams, yep. It's me versus Pat. I I like his response, too, and they're like, oh, how'd the uh, neutral site game be motivation for you? And he was like, send those refunds. (laughs) Which is funny because, hey, Joe, like – Again, I had still got to go on the road. Well, I had to refund my AFC championship tickets last year. It's something every team does. Like, it's do you really want them to maybe have to sell eighty thousand tickets to the AFC championship game in one week? Like, people got to make plans, Joe. It's not unusual that like the the teams are selling playoff tickets a couple weeks before. But credit to them for finding anything to give them a chip on their shoulder. Well, they probably felt kind of disrespected. Again, every team sells. AFC championship tickets or conference championship tickets if you have a chance of hosting it. Like, I mean, I just think after that, uh, after the whole thing with, with Hamlin, you know, they probably felt like they got jobbed a little bit when they, they were on their that, way to winning that game. Yeah, they probably felt they should have been in Cincinnati as a two seed, mm-hmm. which ironically enough. Didn't matter. Which, which ironically enough, it might have helped them being in, up, up in Buffalo in yeah. the snow because, like I said, Buffalo is not built for the snow. And they went up there in their white jerseys and blended in with the snow, apparently. They look like those snow leopards. Yeah. Snow cats. Yeah, it was a cool aesthetic for them to, mm-hmm. to be out there in the white. And, you know, Stephon Diggs throwing a fit on the sideline again, throwing a fit after the game. You wonder what happens there with him and Josh Allen. If I would imagine they just mend the fences or whatever, but they were yeah, yelling run at it each back other. next year. <clears throat> Maybe some more people pick you to win the Super Bowl next year. I didn't buy that team all year, really. I, I didn't think they had I it. I didn't either. When they lost to the Jets, I was like, oh, okay. To me, it was even before then. Like I was just like, I don't, I don't know why everyone's penciling them in. Yeah, Allen wasn't playing that great. I didn't know if it would be the Bengals. They had lost to Miami. They got them, yeah. The Bengals are a, uh, only, a, I think, a one-point underdog going into Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes limping around like Kansas, you know Cincinnati mm-hmm. smells blood, and they probably believe in themselves more than Kansas City does at this point. They beat them. They've beat them three straight times. They kind of own Kansas City. So, like, I, I do think as we get here, heading into conference championship weekend, I do think it's fairly obvious that we got the four best teams. I think so too. Yeah, and I thought I thought that you had six teams that after the first two games, I remember saying to. To the fellas, okay, the now the playoffs start because the Jags and the Giants are done. And I thought yesterday the two teams that lost could have won. Now, looking back at it now, I, I, I don't know if I feel that way about the Bills because Cincinnati really handled them. Yeah. And, you know, I thought Dallas could have won. Yeah, like, Dallas, like Dallas could have won. 
had Dak played better. But I think Dallas finishes in fifth place this year. I think they're the fifth best team in the NFL. So when I say we got the top four, I had Dallas in my power rankings for most of the year. I do think they were the fifth best team in the NFL. They just couldn't beat the 49ers. Well, you remember I said Friday I thought Buffalo, I was the least confident in them of yeah. the of, of those the, other of six the, yeah. that were not the Giants and Jags. Yeah. Giants and Jags just kind of stepped into the – no, yeah, I mean, there's always two teams that kind of wiggle through. But, yeah, no, I mean, I think you're right. The Bills were six, be- six best. And I think the Cowboys on a good day could have beaten the 49ers. I think on a good day they could have beaten the Eagles as well. But, you know, I, I just – I think the right four teams are there. I think so, too. And I'm I'm more excited about this weekend's games than I am – than I even was this past weekend. I have confidence that Cincinnati will not make the same mistake that the Jaguars somehow made – I think if I'm Cincinnati and you know Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be 100%, I think my game plan going into that game is I'm going to triple-team Travis Kelsey. For some reason, the Jaguars did not realize, hey, let's guard Travis Kelsey. Let's just put three guys on him at all time. Let's, like, let's make Patrick Mahomes throw the ball to any of these other wide receivers because Travis Kelsey was open on every short yardage and getting every first down and moving the chains. And every time around the goal line, he was a guy getting the touchdowns. Like, maybe guard him. Yeah, he's their biggest weapon, and then it was their only weapon. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, their second biggest weapon might be that uh, Pacheco, wherever yeah. that guy came from. He was a Rutgers running back, Rutgers. Right? Yeah. yeah, seventh he, round, right? He mm-hmm. kind of came he was out really of nowhere. Good. Whatever happened to Clyde? He just got benched. He's a, he's hurt. I think. I think oh. he has kind of already started losing reps, anyways. Though, like the Pacheco kind of got the starting spot around like week six or so. He just runs harder. I mean, he just. Uh, he turned it he's on, a man. That, too, that man. one he run. He runs like a four three. Like yeah. he, he's a tough runner. He gets back. an open space. I saw he's, gone. he's kind of what Claude Edwards Elaire was supposed to be, like or what they mm-hmm. hoped he would be. I saw one tweet that said Pacheco that it showed that run where he's like, like if you're looking at the screen, he's coming to the bottom side of the screen. Yeah, yeah like on the sideline, and he that, just his takes long off. Run, yeah. Somebody tweeted that he had to have been making that sound when he was. I feel like the Chiefs got pretty lucky to win. Watching it, like if the Jaguars were maybe ten percent better, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the well, Jaguars they, win. I mean, the Chiefs beat the worst team in the playoffs. Yeah, you know? like, I, I, but they kind of struggled with them. Like if 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 Agnew didn't fumble that ball, yeah, at the five yard line with you know seven minutes left, if if Agnew didn't let the Budker tackle him on that kickoff return, like there were a couple plays where they came pretty close to. To really putting the Chiefs on upset alert, if mm-hmm. if they didn't let Chad Henney go ninety eight bleeping yards, <laughs> they had a couple of chances. I thought they waited too long to let Trevor Lawrence run around. I thought he should have been really like using his legs. He is probably you know the second well, I was gonna say a second most athletic quarterback. He might be number one. Uh, either him, Allen, or Hurts. I mean, one of those three guys. But uh, he's got really good athleticism. He should have been running the ball more. He only had three rushes. Three scrambles. They should have maybe used that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I thought the Chiefs were fortunate to hang on. So, like, I feel like we're headed for a Bengals, a Bengals Super Bowl appearance. Back to back. I don't know who I think is coming out of the NFC. Like, I fought the 49ers, but I, I said last week, and I do feel like it's one thing for Brock Purdy to do this at home. It's going to be another thing to ask him to go into Philadelphia and do it. Yeah, I think I most want to see Bengals Eagles. I don't want either one of those teams to win the Super Bowl though. I, I kind of want the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. What do you have you have against them because they're AFC? Us. Well, they beat us last year. Yeah, and knocked us out. I wouldn't be mad if the Bengals won. 
Last year I had a lot of money on the Rams to win the Super Bowl, so I really was rooting against the Bengals. This year I don't have any investments or anything. I, so I would like just I, like to go back and listen to everyone's Bills takes all year. Yeah. Because people were just foaming at the mouth over the Bills. Like, oh, they're going to be there. They'll be in the AFC Championship. I don't know if Kansas City can beat this team. I think it was Super Bowl. Like the AFC Championship was a given, but like the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, but I just remember thinking all year, like the Chiefs, at the end of the day, I thought the Chiefs would be there. I still don't think the Chiefs are as good as like they have been. I still don't like scare I'm not afraid of the Chiefs. They don't fear me, but here, they don't put fear in me, but here they are like. They're just you know, a championship team. championship team. I mean, yeah. they five in a row. Yeah. Five in a row they've been there. I mean. Holmes is just tough to kill. Well, and it goes to show if you perform in the regular season, like you have a pretty good path. Yeah, I well, mean, that's what the Patriots yeah. always had, right? The Patriots, the yeah. one seed is supposed to be like such a reward. Like you're supposed to get teams like the Giants, the Jags. You're supposed to get teams like the Jags. Titans got unlucky that they got the Bengals, who you know last year were, were pretty dangerous. They and just like, got you know, hot at the right time. Yeah, had, last a, year. Had, had a number one overall quarterback, and you know a number one quarterback that was ready to take that leap. And I know Lawrence was number one overall too, but like the Jaguars weren't quite ready to make that leap. But yeah, like if you if you perform and you get that one seed, you, you got pretty much a two buys to the conference championship. Then you get it at home. That's how the Patriots and Tom Brady thrive for so long, right? Just win a bad division, dominate, rack up a bunch of wins, and then you pretty much only have to win one game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, the Bengals, I, I think that they're going to do it. I think they'll go into Kansas City and win too. So, well, I'm, if you if you if you believe that, then how do you even grade the Chiefs? Because you say five straight AFC ch- title games. If they, they do that they and only come out only with one, one Super Bowl? Made two, right? Made two, but only come out with one win. That would be uh, a little disappointing, right? It'd be would – it, would it be about like a Peyton Manning? Would it, his, uh, he didn't, I, don't, I don't think he made five straight conference championship games. They usually kind of choked in the playoffs. Well, I just kind of thought like Peyton for the, for the amount of times he was in contention to yeah. only win two total Super Bowls is maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Of an underachievement, I, I won't even call it an underachievement. But just, I mean, Pey- Peyton he was the best. Well, quarterback Peyton in the ever. early, like the mid two thousands, they definitely underachieved. Like I, they did, but they, like I said, they didn't make the conference championship that often, which is kind of crazy. Like, if and you, when they did make it, they beat the Patriots always. Usually, I know yeah. he he had a winning record against Brady. But if you look basically in 2 lost wild card round, lost conference championship in 3 I think that's again they got absolutely dominated by the Patriots. Lost division around, lost division around, one Super Bowl, lost division around, lost wild card, lost Super Bowl, lost wild card. So like, okay, so they didn't really lose the conference championship. Yeah, they either yeah. lost earlier or they they won it. There's a whole lot of losses to the Chargers and to uh, the Jets, kind of sprinkled out there. They didn't they didn't really live in the conference championship, but you know, I guess they met three times and they. It's they hard to win. I mean, it's the NFL. You know, I mean, just ask the Bills. I'm the they're the Best case of it ever, losing wow. four straight Super Bowls. So far, Joe Burrow's like, yeah, it's kind of easy. I show up, uh, get to the conference championship, and I'll well, go to the Super Bowl. We'll see what happens in Arrowhead. I mean, I think it'll be a good game. I think I am strongly leaning towards the Bengals just because, A, they're cooler, they're tougher, they have more of a chip on their shoulder. Like you, That was something that really started the game was you know, basically like Burrow immediately saying, get your refunds. And Zach Taylor, like, yeah, we keep messing up everybody's play, and they do the coin flip if the Ravens beat us. They got the neutral side if the Bills beat us. So we just keep ruining everybody's play, and sorry. They kind of have that FU energy that football teams thrive on. The Chiefs don't have that. And they also got a quarterback who could barely move around. And if, I don't think they have the wide receivers either. Like, they have Travis Kelsey, and then that's it. 
If the Chiefs have a good social media team, though, they'll do a thing that's like if they win, they'll do like a a ticket stub for Joe for Burrow and his family or yeah. something. Some kind of you know. They'll do something. Oh, here's your refund, Joe. Yeah, they'll do something. But they also have the uh, they don't have the mental edge over the Bengals because again the Bengals have punked them three straight times. It's hard to beat a team four times. It's not really. It's not. <laughs> I'd always want to be the team that's three and zero. I definitely want to be the fourth one. Be like, oh, now we got you. Yeah, the Giants suffered from that. The whole uh, yeah, it's hard to beat a team three times. It's you not. Know? It happens yeah. about two thirds of the time. Yeah. And the Eagles looked like a team that. Really liked playing with their food, the Giants. Like, yeah, we know we could beat this team. We've already done it twice. Let's just go ahead and kick their ass a third time. I remember seeing that they had put 48 on them on December 21st yeah. or whatever, and I was like, ah. I felt really dumb. On Saturday morning, I saw a stat that's like, the Eagles are is either first or second in like rushing DVOA. The Giants' defense is 31st in stopping the run. I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have been saying the Giants Should were going to keep it close. Should have seen this going in. I wish yeah. I had done more research because yeah. – the matchups just weren't there. And the next thing I know, Miles Sanders, eight-yard run. Miles Sanders, six-yard run. Kenneth Gainwell, 15 Gainwell. Yards. Yeah. <laughs> 100 Boss, yards. Yeah, I was like, okay, never mind. They can't stop the run. Boston's yeah. got. Just every touchdown yeah. ever against the Jones. I think he has 10, 10 touchdowns in 11 games or something like that. Or I think he's played, I think he's played nine career Giants games. And had 10 touchdowns. Like okay, so now he has 10 and 11, 10, 11, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the number is 9 and 10 heading into that. Yep. Hour one of the books. We'll kick off hour two of headlines. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio.